Mr. Clean and Mr. Ben are living in my loft, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Julian Nagelsmann's suit didn't cut the mustard. It's Wednesday, 19th of August. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Luke Moore. And I'm Venetian Hunter Raja. Hi, gang. Good to have you with us. Vish, it's been a while. It has been, yeah. It feels like it's been ages, actually. Oh, Even though it's only a week. In, uh, well, longer, of course, for me, having uh, yes, been in yeah. your presence because I was away on holiday. So it's good to have you with me yeah. <laughs> and Luke. Oh, and I am here as well. But yeah. I'm happy oh, yeah. just to take a yeah. back seat for once. I don't mind. If you guys want to just crack on. Come here, you beautiful bugger. Put your clothes back on. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> uh, well, we will not do that. Oh, the football never stops. I mean, look, it's happened. Finally happened. We all knew it would happen sooner or later. Mm. Joe Hart is back in business. <laughs> <laughs> Signed a two-year deal with the mighty Tottenham Hotspur. Last season's Champions League finalists. He's yeah. gone back to the top, hasn't he? Yeah. He's gone back to the top. Firstly, I just want to say thank you to the club for seeing something in me. Mm. That that's, nice fish. that's really sweet. <laughs> Did you see that interview he did at the end of the, what, would have been a month or so now, ago now, where he just seemed really downtrodden. Mm, I know. Like, just, if anyone will have me. Yeah. And it was, oh, and I'm really happy for him, actually. And it's not any, it's Jose Mourinho. Is this a two fingers to Guardiola because he bombed him out of Mad City? <laughs> he, he, said, um, he said he was at his lowest ebb, didn't he? he said it was a, Joe Hart said, this is the lowest point of my career without a doubt. Yeah. Do you think Jose Mourinho heard that? I thought, wow, yeah, it sounds you. like a challenge. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Time for me to pick I him up. I said on Twitter yesterday that he'll probably um, play him in the game against Man City. Oh, yeah. Just because he's Pep Guardiola's most hated player. <laughs> yeah, get, get Anything to get an edge. I know. Big Joe said, I feel like I'm starting again and I quite enjoy that feeling. Well, I am as well, Joe. Mm. I'm ready to get back to levels. I love the idea of European football. Two games a week, it all excites me. And I think this was a temper those expectations. Oh, you love a front row seat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very exciting. I am very pleased for him. I am very yeah. pleased for old Joey. Are you very pleased for the mighty Paris Saint-Germain fish? Well, it's a rags to riches story, isn't it? Who, who wouldn't be um, <laughs> joyous after after they trumped RB Leipzig? Um, you know what? I, I think I'm happy for select individuals. Name, um, name them. PSG fans, of which I know none. Mm. Um, Kylian Mbappe, uh, you know he's had a lot of success. He's not one much, young, is he? No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he really needed this. Mbappe. Yeah, yeah. But, but he's, you know he could be his last chance. Yeah, he lacks smugness. What can we? Uh... Yeah. Look, but look, by the by the time you're in your thirties, mm. you're you're basically a manager, aren't you? According to yesterday's game with Nagelsmann at thirty three. Oh, so you know, Killian's only got so many years left. My goodness, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it was it was quite hard to root for someone yesterday. I know I wasn't rooting for Steve McManaman. Um, no, likewise with Raggy Omar. What, yeah. that, that was extraordinary. So ITV News International Affairs editor Raggy Omar, for those who don't know him, you know, esteemed um, political. Uh, reporter, more so than that in this country, you'd say. He tweeted this. Dear God, please make Steve McManaman stop his Champions League droning. I've withstood a lot in Iraq, Afghanistan, Yemen, Bosnia, Gaza and Iran, but I don't think I can survive his unique form of football torture. Is that a bit bad taste? It's quite extreme, that, isn't enough, it? <laughs> enough is enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Suppose everyone has their breaking point. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I was, I was rooting for Leipzig. Mm -hmm. I think just because... And it's been summed up far, by far more intelligent football people than me. But you know, I understand the, the Leipzig story, and some people have a big problem with it. I, I am broadly sympathetic to that. But if you've got to, um, 
if you've got to really focus on the game on the field, which mm-hmm. you have to do at least in part of this job, you can't just spend all your time talking about geopolitics or whatever. Yeah. Um, like Raggy then, then, yeah, yes, leave that to him. <laughs> and leave that to him and, and Maka. Yeah. Um, but... I, I, I enjoy watching Leipzig play and I enjoy some of the players they've got. I think they've got a really, really interesting, exciting team. Or at least they did until they decided to play in a completely different way that isn't commensurate with what I would expect RB Leipzig to do in a, in a, in a game. And as a result, got heavily punished. And, and I think the worst tactical decision that Nagelsmann made in that game was to dress himself in that way. Mm. And to me, it said... I'm not going to get a chance to wear this for the final. My wife's picked it out for yeah. me. Uh, I'll be in big trouble if I don't wear mm-hmm. it. Um, and uh, He's kept bluffing, hasn't he? I'm wearing the quarterfinal. You're in the quarterfinal now? Yeah. Right. I'm wearing the semifinal. You're in the semifinal. Oh, yeah, this, this will be the I'll wear game. the purple shirt, but I'm yeah. not wearing the purple. You are wearing the purple tie as well. <laughs> All right. Vish, I know you've got strong opinions on this. Yeah, yeah. So he, I, I think this was all his own doing. I don't think we should blame his partner okay. at all. Yeah, um, that's harsh, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fair enough. Well, just because just I think like he, he dressed... He looked like someone who would walk into a store and have this idea of what it is to be fashionable mm-hmm. and see a mannequin. And rather than cherry pick what he might want, he might want that shirt. Yeah, he might want the whole, thing. The whole, the whole thing. And he looks absurd. And mm-hmm. I say that as someone who does a lot of online shopping. And I look at things online and I think, that looks like a great cut. And I think, but I'm not 6'3 and gorgeous, mm. so maybe it won't work for me. Mm-hmm. I think You're looking like, at me there. Yeah, I was, yeah. Uh-huh. I satisfied at least 50% of that. <laughs> <laughs> You're only 6'2. <laughs> exactly, the other bit. <laughs> so, and I, I wonder, I think, you know, there was a lot of discourse about this on Twitter, and I think he saw this as his moment to bring out the glad rags mm. and it backfired on him massively. Yeah. And I, I think what we need to pay attention to next season yes. in the Premier League is that as soon as we see Bielsa mm-hmm. rocking up with some Reese number, we got mm. oh yeah. No, I, I tell you what, if Bielsa got, does that, I'm, I'm finished yeah. with it. Maybe a shinier bucket. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, do you know that um, I was Thomas Tuchel or um, or the Niles Crane of football, as he's been called <laughs> in some quarters, um, was sat on a cool box. Yeah. yeah. He's got yeah. problems with it. Did you hear Steve McManaman call it a water chest? Did he? He sat on the water chest there. Like I've that. never Ooh. heard that before. So no, you're he, in... I think he's he lost the words there, didn't yeah. he? You're Team Omar, aren't you? Yeah, I am. I am. <laughs> um, I used to love Steve McManaman, and I'll leave it there. Um, I um, What I would say, though, on, on the Niles, I'm not saying that oh, his wife dresses him in a kind of stereotypical way what I mean is he Nagelsmann and I've said this before I said mm-hmm. it on with Jules a week ago mm-hmm. Nagelsmann smacks of a man who is dressed by someone else mm. like he's, he's not yeah. he's, yeah. he can't yeah. and, 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 and the but way you're I, always quick to blame women though aren't you no that's not true <laughs> and, the, and that's actually a really unhelpful thing to say um, the the, um, the <laughs> The thing I also would say to further back that up is that when you look at Nagelsmann and the way he dresses and, and the way he, the shape of his face is and how he's quite young, you think of him as being quite short. Mm. I did a little test with a couple of my friends yesterday who know a bit about football but not that much and asked them how, and they were watching the game, asked them how tall they thought Nagelsmann was. Mm. And the, the average answer was about 5'8". He's 6'3". Is he? He's 6'3", Nagelsmann. And I think you wouldn't, you wouldn't think that to look at him. It's, yeah, well, I... When you said a test, I thought, oh, but it was sort of more of a questionnaire, more of a survey. There wasn't, yeah, well, I didn't give him a grade. When you said you're going to test, I thought, oh, well, how's this going to do? Is yeah, a I used an algorithm. No, I used an algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just thought, I, yeah, to, to talk about the game itself, I thought that Leipzig were unbelievably sloppy. Mm. I thought, I know it's easy oh, to say. Oh, so soft. I know, yeah, and that's yeah. the last uh, thing we want to do. I know it's easy to say because we said it a lot about Guardiola and it, it appears to be an opinion du jour at the moment. But I just, I just think that 
why don't I mean, I'll put this towards you, Vish? Why don't coaches like Nagelsmann and Guardiola think what we've done so far has got mm. us here? Let's just trust ourselves, mm. you know, rather than because they could, they played. I'm not an expert on tactics, but Leipzig played completely differently to what I expected, like the polar opposite of what I expected. And when they changed it back to something you would associate with their type of football, when they come out for the second half, they actually looked quite decent. Mm, and PSG yeah. have got it in their locker yeah. to crumble a bit under pressure so why would you not stick to that mm-hmm. why would you not stick to that high press that real like, passionate fast-paced game i i actually thought the blame should lie a bit with the players um because not the suit no no not the. i mean so, well that's partly yeah yeah we shouldn't forget that you can't remove one from the other no no not until one leads to the other mm. uh, but Leipzig have done so well this season by having real clarity on on how they play on the field and having having almost a, a sense of ingrained professionalism. Like when they when they played Spurs at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, they only won one nil, mm. but it was such an efficient performance. I was they, there, yeah, I remember. They knew it, yeah. they didn't need to do anything outlandish. Mm. And then when they played them in Leipzig, they destroyed them because they were like, right, we know all their weak points here. And they sorted it out in the first half. You know, mm. game was done and dusted. And I thought last night they lost their heads a bit. They mm. panicked. And I think the the idea that they were one game away from the Champions League final mm-hmm. really got to them. Because there were moments, especially at the start of that second half, where they just looked really crisp. There was there was a passage of play, and I think it was with their three 0 down, where they strung together three back heels. Mm. And I just thought that's clearly something that is ingrained in you and you forgot about it for the start of the match and it's going to do you, it's going to do you no good now mm. but it shows that there was something there that they just weren't able to access probably because and fair play they're playing PSG with probably the most exciting front three mm-hmm. in the world possibly yeah you'd have it'd be part of the conversation wouldn't they yeah but- so i mean the i think that was the thing that kind of that i was most disappointed by them and and you almost can't really blame them too much because they don't have the kind of players who've been at that stage of the Champions League before. They were, mm-hmm. When they were 2-0 down, because as you said, Luke, mm-hmm. that PSG, you know you can still get at them. They needed someone. They needed someone like a Ramos, a Sergio Ramos, as Real Madrid needed, <laughs> to just shake them out. But no, 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 what, stop. Feeling sorry yeah. for yeah. Get up. Yeah. Even, for the Bur- even for the Bernat goal, don't complain. Mm-hmm. Just just sort it out. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't, you, you've fallen over, mate. You, yeah. And it looked like you've just slipped over yourself anyway. Yeah. I know you can do anything, but at least get up and try and get yourself on side and re- and someone else react to the bloke who's just wandering back into position to head this in. But this often happens, doesn't it, with, with unfancied sides uh, for, for the tournament. You know, you can get to the semi-final. Semi-final, no further. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. often uh, the case. Not always, of course, as, as history would say, but it is, you're right, it's that, oh my goodness, that the final is one game. Whereas when you're going through the round, it's kind of, oh, can we get the next one? And when you get there and you're looking at that PSG side who... I, I smell in blood. You know, after that win against Atalanta and the manner it was, of course, it was like, right, lads, the monkey's off our back. Here we go. Yeah. But I mean, in truth, you know, PSG could have had more. You know, they had chances. Yes. Neymar obviously uh, missed a few. Um, oh, he, tr- he tried a Joe Bryan, didn't yeah. he, from yeah. the free kick? Yeah. And he hit the post. Yeah. Shows you how yeah. hard it is. He, he, yeah, he, yeah. he um, he was devastatingly effective and he has yeah. been in on paper. I mean, look at it. He, he's a great player, obviously. Uh, a lot of stuff comes along with him that you know we all know about, but he's a fantastic player and he's actually a very effective player. If you look at the numbers as well, they, they do bear sort of decent scrutiny. But on on the point you were making, Marcus, I would just add that, you know, Nagelsmann's got his reputation as being an exciting young coach, an adaptable coach who, who is at the, you know, he's at the bleeding edge of what can be achieved by young coaches in the game. And we understand that and he deserves that reputation but sometimes you have to look at the wider optics sometimes you have to think okay 
yeah, we're, we're, we're fortunate to be here. We've not been here before, but nor have they. And they've had a really yeah. difficult time in the yeah, last yeah, few yeah, seasons. Yeah. And what's more... And they've just scraped through. They've, they've just scraped through and their first choice keeper's out. Mm-hmm. So what do you want to do? Well, what I'd like to do if I was involved in that mm-hmm. is I'd like to start as fast as possible yeah. to see if I can score. And if I can score, anything's possible yeah. because you've got players who don't like to work back. You know, mm-hmm. Neymar doesn't work back. Mm-hmm. And does Mbappe work back? Not really, sometimes. You know, Di Marie's been out of the game. I know he had a brilliant game last night, but all I'm saying is... There are questions that PSG should have to answer. Mm. Don't let them answer them. Ask them of them. Yeah. Don't let them answer their own questions. Make them answer your questions. And they didn't do any of that. And by the time they decided to do that, it was just far too late. But you don't think they... I, I do agree with you, but then to invoke the kind of spirit of Mike Tyson, everyone's got a great game plan until they get in the ring and get punched. Punched in the face. Yeah. <laughs> so there is yeah. an element of that. Of course. It's easy for me to say. Of course yeah. it is, yeah. That's why I'm here, though, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what do you want me to do? I want you to get in... my badges. Fuck off. I, want you, I, I wanted you to turn up in a suit. Like yeah, yeah. Um... And I, I do think, isn't it? Look, we can go over the top on this sartorial stuff, and it is funny, and it's prime ramble kind of chat. Does it send the right message? No. I don't know if it does. Uh, well, uh, well, well, it sends the right message to us. I, I, yeah, I, great, yeah. yeah. I, but I think to, to try and talk about it seriously, I, I think he is someone who has always dressed in a certain way. And I, th- I think in keeping with that, this was a high-profile match where he, in in his own world, in his own head, dressed accordingly. If I don't... Pete Donaldson was a manager, that's what he'd wear. Yeah, and he's gone too far. As I said to you last night, he's gone completely down the Mekong. Mm. He's but... gone too far. <laughs> I understand that principle, but he's gone over the, over the line. But then, but then I, I love think... your Vietnam reference. But, but, but then I think that, that like, he, he's a great indication of where we are in football, where we have personality managers having had so much, mm. you know, so much time of personality players. I don't necessarily think there's anything particularly wrong with that because that's just the way the game is going. And if we're going to talk about that direction, then we've got, basically got to bring the whole thing down, haven't mm-hmm. we? That's a fair point. Because, if you know, it, it's the way we talk about Zidane, it's the way we talk about Pep, it's the way we t- even talk about Bielsa. Mm. It's the way we even talk about, you know, managers much further down the train. Paul the Tisdale. We, yeah, Paul Tisdale's a great example. Paul, Paul Tisdale is someone who was obviously a very good forward thinker, someone who spent the transfer budget mm. to relay Exeter City's pitch and like cravats, and that became part of his thing, you yeah. know. And the cravats came, became part of it rather mm-hmm. than the, you know, the business savvy that he was trying to employ into football. Um, and maybe it's because there is so much discourse about it that, you know, we talked the uh, about a month ago of players worried about being memed. Managers know they get photographed. Mm. Managers know they, you know, they end up. Managers do photo shoots, for fuck's sake, yeah. you know. So, but he knew he was. This, getting... this is the world. I saw you do a photo shoot every week in there. Yeah, yeah, but that was in. The, I just used the space. Oh, those are my guys. I heard it. Like. <laughs> uh, a lot of flesh. I, 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 <laughs> I think you make a good point. I, I just wonder if maybe you know he's a details guy, so maybe he did it on purpose. Maybe, maybe it's, it's part of his stick, his, his and, and we read too much into a single game. And it yeah. just didn't work. Well, do, you, do you think it works? Sorry, just quickly. Do you think it works better for him because he is only thirty-three and he's a similar age to those players? Possibly. Maybe. You know, it's like a different thing to like Pardew, uh-huh. you know, coming in dressed like Eddie Murphy even Raw. That's not, yeah. <laughs> I, do you know what? I, I just I just think that... I you, think we were bordering on talking about this too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and that's why I'm going to carry on. Yeah. <laughs> no, look, I, I don't need to have a last word on this, so you, you crack on. I, I, I feel like, no, no, I'm just wondering. I'm, I'm I, well, I, 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 feel, I feel like it, what you do and what you dress like does send a message. And... I think we can all agree on that because that's why everyone dresses in some way every day. Mm. So we can agree on that. And is it not just an extension of something like, you know, some managers, rightly or wrongly, but some managers would prefer, certainly back in the day, that their players have their shirts tucked in. They say, look, you're here to work. 
it's, it's set yourself up properly. It's all part of the same thing. Aggregated marginal gains, Dave, Dave Brailsford and all that kind of stuff. It sends a message. I'm just asking what message he's sending with that. But ultimately, we can read too much into one game. His team didn't perform on the pitch. Did they not perform on the pitch because he was wearing a, a rascal suit? Yes, absolutely. Correct. There we are. We've Move done on. it. Absolutely. <laughs> um, PSG's last major final was the 1997 Cup Winners' Cup final, mm. uh, which was the year um, before Mbappe was born. I, if my memory serves me well, it, they were beaten by a Ronaldo penalty, Bobby Robson's Barcelona. Mm. Um, but they're in the final, and we have to give them credit. And that's enough credit. Um, uh, no, we have to give them a, a credit. If you were a PSG fan, Vish, who would you rather face, Bayern or Leon? <laughs> you think Leon are going to get a stuffing tonight? I, I do, yeah. And it's sad to say. But do you think PSG would be the favourite, whoever they play? No, no, no. Bayern, no. Bayern, Bayern favourite? Yes, Bayern, yeah, clearly. Well, clearly. I, 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 look, I know, I know we've got plans to kind of mention the game tonight a bit later, but I, I do think there's an element of jeopardy in both those ties for PSG mm. because of you know because of Leon being in the same division as them. Because of Lewandowski and Memphis Depay. <laughs> and a lot, of, a lot of those Leon players have memories of beating PSG. Yes. I just, I just I, scored a last-minute winner. In summary, I, just, I wish Leipzig didn't make it as easy as they did for PSG. But PSG, did they... But they're a, they're a better team. They're a better they team, and I think sometimes we go on about this kind of. I don't, we don't want PSG to win, and so on. And whatever your thoughts are on that, they're they're a, they're a phenomenal side with unbelievably good players. May, may can... I sum it up this way, if yes. you don't mind? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's been announced that the Emir of Qatar is flying in for the final. <laughs> so if you can't get behind that, <laughs> then what can you get behind? Yeah. Who would, who would have Red Bull brought over if Leipzig had gone into the final? Um, that guy who did that really high parachute jump yeah. from space. <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, Tony Hawk. Oh, yeah, good yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the skateboarder, not the comedian. <clears throat> yeah, because if they're not going to have any entertainment, presumably, yeah. at the final, because they can't, might mm. as well just get him on a little... Yeah, we could do. Yeah, well, um, the, 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 you, that's a you, it's a half pipe. Yeah, yeah. half pipe. It's not yeah. easy for a listener. You, <laughs> no, just, you just draw it <laughs> with your finger. Yeah, it, was, I said it wasn't pipe. easy for me. And I, could yeah. Yeah. I was thinking pipe, but I realised he's just going to go around in a circle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, that wouldn't be a good idea. Um, well, of course, uh, fans will, will probably be welcomed back into into stadiums in, in the coming season. Not just for the Emir of Qatar. No, exactly. Or it might yeah. be open for a lot of other people. I as think well. every every door is open for that man. Um, <laughs> if not, he'll open it. Himself. He, I was about to say, even yeah. doors that uh, I have a lot of people behind them trying yeah. to, to shut that door yeah. but um, uh, so how and, and and when obviously the, the questions uh, and so on and so forth uh, there's been some some interesting chat and so on uh, uh, around this but of course Vish you've been going to football grounds recently and cricket grounds uh, as well what, what is your experience on this are you enjoying having a bit more leg and arm room <laughs> keep them out that kind of thing? to be honest the press are treated so ridiculously well that <laughs> there genuinely isn't much more they could do for us anyway yeah um so yeah it's interesting I, they've uh, so in cricket they had a couple of trial events um so at the oval which holds twenty five thousand, which i suppose mm. is, is the nearest comparison for a cricket ground to a football ground um surrey played middlesex and they had about a thousand people in not all the stands were open mm-hmm. but they um a thousand people in and the way they did it in terms of ticket allocation because that, that's going to be the biggest thing who gets let in mm. it was open to um, Middlesex and Surrey members and basically you were you were able to buy you weren't able so it was a two, ga- two day game from memory and you weren't able to buy on both days you could mm. you could only buy on one or the other you could buy either a single seat mm-hmm. or a paired seat um, and yeah it was open to members and if there were any kind of residual then those p- two particular counties have a bit of a point system which would you know work similar to allocation of away tickets and things like that in football. So that's how they did that. I, I think the, it, I don't, having, obviously the safety issue is the biggest thing, but then if we move a bit forward, you know, 
if you move the story on, you do wonder how they end up being allocated because well, you know, I, I there have been so many issues with, with season tickets anyway. But I mean, I, I read this interview with um, a lady called Dr. Aoife Hunt, who's a specialist in people movement and emergency planning for a company called, I think it's called Movement Strategies or something quite weird. Mm. But she's being consulted by the Premier League about how they do this because I think they want to move forward with it from October time. And I think the capacity that the stadiums are going to be open depends mm. on the stadiums. If you've got a mm. brand new one, like Spurs, with big, wide concourses and much more um, space for this type of thing, I think it, around 30% of fans will be allowed in. But it could go down for the, some of the older grounds to sort of 15 or 20%. Yeah. Um, how they do it, I think they're going to do it on a voluntary basis for season ticket holders they want to do it or not. And I think, as far as I understand it, you can get credit on your season ticket for next season or some mm. clubs I think are offering full refunds as well. They certainly have been in my experience. And then I think it will be a case of walking it forward quite slowly and then monitoring the data, monitoring the numbers, see what happens. But do you know, Vish, on that, when you were talking about the cricket earlier, because we really, I massively really want fans to be back in stadiums mm -hmm. for games in a safe way, obviously, but it's a really big, important part of it. I think we can all agree. But do you know what the upshot has been of that Surrey Middlesex game and whether it's been monitored afterwards and what's happened as a result of it? Well, the thing about that is... Because it was a test event, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a test event, and then the next test event was cancelled, so we kind of went back to square one a bit. Like I did with the snooker, basically. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and because of local lockdowns, it meant other, other counties across the country couldn't then have, have fans in. They have a... They're of a mind to... There's, there's a, a T20 competition that's going to happen and it involves the 18 first-class counties, and they're hoping halfway through that, or maybe potentially touch wood at the start... That they'd be allowed to have some fans in, and it would be kind of they, they'll do it by a percentage rather than you know I suppose mm. rather than great scientific means. So it will be of you know twenty thirty percent capacity. But yeah, I, one of the, one of the issues speaking to someone at the ECB about it was having to trust people to stick to their seat because in, yeah. in county cricket it's a bit it's a bit more laissez-faire. You come in and it's kind of first mm -hmm. come, first served. And a lot of people want to sit behind the bowler's arm because that's where you get the best view of the action. Um, with the football, it would be it'd be quite interesting because one of the issues around journalists getting into the football grounds was making sure they were in the, they were coming into an area where they wouldn't interact with any of the players. And now the players ended up sitting relatively near us because we were all on the same side as the dugouts and there was space across in the stands. But, the, but you know, we were set through a, a very... I think they call they call it a tunnel into the bubble, basically, and so that's what they also call it for the for the um, England cricket matches they put on as well. How they do that for fans will be a little bit tricky, especially considering that fans are often coming from train stations. You know, yeah. they're not going to take their cars. We took our cars. Well, I, certainly I drove to all the football grounds I've been to, and that was pretty straightforward. But if you've got fans as well, you've got greater foot traffic. Where those fans come are coming from, you know, not not all football grounds are in cities where you're going to have that kind of access. Um, so that that is something to think about. And logistical nightmare, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and you, there's obviously no way you can have uh, away fans there at any ground because not not you know even forgetting about potential trouble issues. But you know a lot of, a lot of the countries at different stages of the, of this virus and recovering from it in very different ways, as we saw with the local lockdown. So yeah, I mean obviously that's something they're they're going to factor in. Mm -hmm. But it's um in, certainly in the cricket where they want it sooner rather than later. It's something they're um they're pretty worried about. Yeah. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, let's have a quick break and then more red-hot football chat.
Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for this. We concentrate on the topics. We're pretty good to many topics today. Topic time. Always a nice part of the show. My oh. favourite part of the show, in fact. Why don't you kick us off, Luke Moore? I will. And this week we were asking um, what people would do to make food uh, better or what changes they would make to food at football stadiums. Show at footballrambledaily.com to get in touch with that. Or you can tweet us at Ram... No, hashtag Ramble Topics. Um, Luca Vandresh, regular correspondent mm. of the Football Ramble. Nice to hear from you, Luca. He says, one golden ticket per season in a pie, <laughs> right? If you get the golden ticket, you get to manage whatever club sacks their manager first. <laughs> now, I was kind of on board with this until he kind of went down this route. Yeah, he says, a, a he date says, with Willy Wonka, something like that. Yeah, he says this would help sell more pies and stop clubs from sacking their managers. It, it's not going to stop no, clubs from sacking no. their managers. <laughs> what he should have gone for, Luca, in my humble opinion, if I may be so bold, mm. is to say, if you get the golden ticket... You get to be the caretaker when that specific club yes. sacks their manager. Mm, not that. oh, by the way, you've got the golden ticket. You manage up at Morecambe on Monday. Yeah, no, I don't. Agree it's not convenient that. for anyone. Or, or make it one sub. That's yeah, it, you know. You yeah, you could choose a sub. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. So. Choose a super sub. You could do what that um, Spurs fan did, where Tim Sherwood let him on and gave him his gile. Oh, uh, banter, wasn't it? Yeah. It's good banter, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, he's just one of, he's man of the people, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he's just one of us, mate. Yeah. He's, he's one, one of us. us. Uh, one of us. Uh, speaking of which, uh, Oliver Memories Bailey. Nice to hear from Memories. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, he says, "Have a fortune cookie." At the centre of every pie. Hang on. A cookie uh, in a pie? Yeah, uh, which contains a bet, i.e. game to end 1-0 with Vardy scoring. If it comes true, you win the money as if you'd put a quid on it. Uh, That's a I'm bit... not being funny, but I'm going to ask Charlie after how that made it in. <laughs> because we've had loads of these. I think he, I think he thought golden ticket per pie. Oh, this one sounds quite similar. It starts similar. <laughs> it's all about pies. Yeah. Just a pie on the mind. He's eating a pie while he was doing it. Why would you want a fortune yeah. cookie? I feel like he's put that in there to see what we thought of the idea of having a fortune cookie in a pie. I hate fortune Because, you know, sometimes you float things to see what other people think, but you don't, you don't have the courage to yeah. say, I want to put a fortune cookie in a pie. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of concoct but this. Marcus, because fortune cookies don't really taste of anything. No. So, but are you more Why scared you of the existential crisis that comes from the fortune cookie or is it just the taste of it itself? Uh, yeah, the whole idea. I okay, right. You don't like fortune cookies? Well, I just think they're pointless. Just give me a regular biscuit. <laughs> Why would you? Why do you want some? What busy... biscuit would you choose? Uh, Digestive, by the sound of it. Uh, custard cream, maybe. Yeah. After, but after a meal. I don't yeah. Why did Why did you pick digestive there? Just because I came across as a little bit miserable, in your opinion, no. you thought, therefore, he wants something no, you plain said a regular English, biscuit. English biscuits you said a regular English biscuit. people. Can I just say, yeah, well, uh, why, changing a fortune cookie for a custard cream in a restaurant is quite a Brexit policy. <laughs> How's that Brexit? Oh, custard cream is one of the most Brexit biscuits. Yeah. Email show at footballroundwithdaily.com for your top three most Brexit biscuits. Didn't choose a bourbon, did you? Hang on. Didn't choose a bourbon. I love a bourbon. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's yeah. a similar uh, affair, isn't it? There's a basic yeah. range you get Big in supermarkets. Big difference. Yeah. <laughs> What am I being accused oh, of? Oh, me and women earlier. Now you don't like it, do you? Now you don't like it. Listen, there's a there's a basic range of biscuits you get in most supermarkets. They come in supermarket own brand packaging. Yeah, and they yeah, are stick a load of them in custard creams, <laughs> bourbons, yeah. fig rolls, uh -huh. fruit shortcakes. I'm possibly gonna say jammy dodgers. I think, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Jammy so dodgers. any of those is your basic. Any biscuit. of those. Any yeah. of those. Fish, you've got a tweet as well, actually. We, we ended that prematurely. Yeah. I do, yeah. I got a tweet from Aaron here. Uh, some sort of underseat pneumatic tube delivery system, like the old school mail chute. You order on an app and someone pops it in a tube straight mm. to your seat. 
rolls, hot dogs, custard cream, and other cylindrical shaped food oh. will dominate. But can make a pie whatever shape you want, I suppose. Yeah. Big, big on the pies here. Big Cornish pasty, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mm. Better yeah. for the tube. Is it not too English? Better for the tube. <laughs> but actually, Cornish people decide that they're not part of England sometimes. Crexit. Doesn't really. Crexit. Cornwall. I was thinking like yeah. corn exit. Cor- corn- corks it. Yeah. Corks it. Um, corn exiter. I used, to, I, <laughs> I used to work at a supermarket where they used to do all the cash from the tills oh, yeah. in those cylinders yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. and do them dramatically. I'm not sure. Mm. I want to be totally honest here yeah. and take this on merit, Aaron. 60,000 individual tubes <laughs> to seats. Is quite the architectural ask, isn't it? Mm. Also, and uh, you know what football fans are like. Sometimes they, you know, they'll start drinking quite early on. They'll need a piss. They can't really b- bother to go to the toilet. It's going to backfire. Pissing straight down, Andy Mack. It's literally going to backfire. That's yeah. a great idea. Yeah. That's not a great <laughs> that's, idea. That's no, a just idea. no. The, the idea about this sort of tube system, but yeah. like, forget all the food and all it's that. Separate tubes. Yeah, it's going to need to be separate. I think tubes. It's an idea. Yeah, is it not? Yeah. I'm surrounded by tubes. Well, yeah, but people at football grounds don't even have enough to clean up, so you might as well have everyone else's <laughs> yeah. pissing shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, but in the tube, so yeah. it goes somewhere. You don't have to clean it up. So it's just leave the tubes as they are. Custard creams. <laughs> All right, there we are. Right, that was uh, the topics, ladies and gentlemen. We concentrate on the topics. We're pretty good to many topics today. <laughs> it is ridiculous the way he says that. <laughs> I mean, it shouldn't be forgotten that he says it like that. Yeah, Fox Creams, now you're talking. Ooh, right, right, ladies and gentlemen, Barcelona. Barcelona, they've uh, they, they, they've been having some funny old times, haven't they, uh, of late. Ronald Koeman has touched down at El Prat Airport. Mm. You yeah. take the Barcelona job and get labelled <laughs> El Prat. Uh, <laughs> Apparently, Al Kuman has told Barcelona president Al Bartomeu that uh, Messi will be key to his plans. Yeah, that's it. Very much expected on the first slide, isn't it? Yeah. Like, do you want to do your presentation now? Yeah. What are your plans? Okay. First, I started off with Messi on the first one. Good. Mm-hmm. Good start. Yeah. Um, I, I wonder whether Lionel Messi will be happy to be a part of it. Oh, do me a favour. He's not going anywhere. Under Ronald? No, nah, he's not He's not going anywhere. And he's certainly not going to go to England because his Argentina teammate, Gonzalo Higuain, has warned the flea off a move to the Premier League. England, over there, defenders kick the shit out of you and nothing gets given. <laughs> They're built like wardrobes. They hit you. I suffered a lot in the English league. We saw that, Gonzalo. <laughs> built like wardrobes? Yeah, built like wardrobes, wow. apparently. Yeah. English oak. <laughs> Marcus, what, how, I, want, I think the question that many listeners will want to know is how this is going to affect Ronald's mm. Twitter account. Yeah, mm. exactly. Uh, I, it, it's going to have a much-needed shot in the arm. I'm thinking right now, Barcelona-themed yeah. Christmas tree. Match day. Yeah. That's what we're going to have. Because, of course, at Netherlands manager, Vish, he, 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 the games are fewer and far between. Every Saturday, or whenever it was that Southampton were playing, Ronald Koeman, match day. And Everton, I think. With, uh, yeah, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. I've got an image in my mind of an Everton-themed Christmas jumper in Christmas tree that definitely happened yeah um so yeah with that, i mean I, i'm all for it yeah well yeah he's, he's already got the the christmas ornaments doesn't he because remember he had it in red and he had to take it down and put one up in blue that's right fans on twitter complained oh, yeah yes. now he's at barcelona just wrap them around he's each got both other. he's got yeah. the, he's got all the tools doesn't he it, it makes sense for everyone doesn't it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think that's part of the criteria why they're hired yeah. to be honest yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we're really you know you we know you're you're not great at manager you know you've God. scored a decent goal how is he not great at manager his CV. Final of the UA <laughs> Final of the UEFA Nations League, my man. Yeah. It's yeah. a measure Again. of how much Marcus loves Ronald Koeman. No, did that quite he did this quite extensively on yesterday's show. <laughs> Again, I I I, uh, I I play the Frank Reichard card. Yeah. Which the Frank Reichard. 
Yeah, <laughs> done that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but elsewhere at Barcelona, Eric Abadal has been sacked as technical secretary. The club said on Monday this week that Abadal would lead the search for a new manager. And much, I mean, he has. Give much time, <laughs> Cheers, El. Uh, that, that's that's all we ask you for. I mean, he was behind the sacking, apparently, of Ernesto Valverde in January, or he's certainly involved in that process, of course, which annoyed Messi and some of the other players, reportedly. He also uh, annoyed Messi when he suggested, um, was it on social media he put it? There was when he said some of the players weren't giving it their all, something like that. And Messi yeah. responded uh, on because Messi basically takes everything that's re- euphemistically referred to as the players yeah. as him, because <laughs> yeah. normally it is. Yeah. But, but you don't piss off Messi because he's out. No, it's, it takes a certain amount of chutzpah, I think, mm. to to continually sack head coaches that aren't making decisions to spend seven hundred million euros on players, none of whom work, and go, "Well, it's not working, is it? See you later, mate." <laughs> <laughs> it's not the problem, is it? It's not the problem. There have been reports. It's not. I don't know if it's been confirmed in any sort of major outlet, but there have been uh, suggestions that Barcelona got Eric Abadel to sack Kike. Uh, set in yeah. and do the dirty and they were like thanks for that appreciate you you doing that obviously it might yeah. have been difficult uh, and and now you sacked yourself yeah do you want to just read that email again <laughs> just 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 change the change the name yeah <laughs> just change to eric <laughs> eric eric is that me yeah, yeah. It is, yeah i can't i can't send it oh fuck they've cancelled his email already <laughs> yeah. you know that that um seemed to me like you know the first if uh, that is true that's a bit <laughs> i like it when he, what happened was the bitch he sat set in across the table from that photo that we saw online yeah. and as he said the words mm. someone came behind Eric Abadal just took his lanyard off his, <laughs> off his shoulders like, there you go I'll buzz you out that's a company phone yeah, yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> so the opening the scene of the dark night where they've yeah. got six people rob a bank and each one shoots the next <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, a smaller cut exactly, uh-huh. exactly I would say spoilers but it is the opening yeah, scene yeah <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, good. But listen, true. Barcelona's going to be the gift that keeps on giving. I think so. Yeah, and I, I think, think so. what I would say to our listeners is, yes, we talked about this yesterday, mm. but Ronald, a, Ronald Koeman and Marcus Speller is a match made in heaven. It's, it's, it's like it's boiled a, beef and carrots. It's an evolving situation. <laughs> it, of course it is. Of course, of course it is. from Barcelona, yeah. for crying out loud. Yeah. But he's, he's still not technically been confirmed, right. Koeman, I believe. But I mean, come on. Yeah. He has in my mind. Yeah. Um, right, ladies and gentlemen. On Monday's show, I read out Pete and Jim's predictions. Yeah. They were predictably shit. Yeah, I feel much better now having heard that. Yes, they didn't get anything <laughs> right. They didn't even get any relegated teams right. Yeah. Um, so uh, that was piss poor. So now Vish uh, is going to read out Luke's and my predictions uh, for the, uh, the the Premier League season. He's put his glasses on everything. I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'd, al- I'd also... He's flexing his biceps. I'd also, well. I'd also temper this by mm-hmm. saying that if you're going to laugh yeah. at what Jim and Pete did on Monday... I can't do worse. Maybe steady on, yeah. Yeah, like, oh, really? Is it that I, bad? I, I, I can't remember little, mine. I've had a little look through. Our listeners should pause at this point, uh, this moment, if they've done the prediction themselves, because they all get the sheet at the start of the season, mm-hmm. and go and find their predictions yeah. so they can read along with us. So um, the pause was re- they have to pause it, not us. So we haven't <laughs> got to do anything. Um, but I'm just saying, if they want to play along, they should go and get their uh, sheets now. Play along. Uh, I can't remember any of mine. Can you remember any of yours? I know I've got something correct. Oh, good. There. Okay, so you're in better shape than me because I can't remember anything. Yeah. Well, here we go. Yeah. Categories one at a time, is it? Yes, okay, yeah, one cool. at a time, okay, one at a time. Right, okay. I'm going to milk this. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't get a soapbox for very long. <laughs> Not on this show. <laughs> Your Premier League winners. Yeah. Do you remember who you two chose? I chose Manchester City. I think I chose Man City as well. You both did, yes. Yeah. Yeah. The winner was, of course, Liverpool. Oh, it was, wasn't it? Oh, was it? It was mm. in Liverpool. I, don't, I mean, it's difficult to remember. Well, so I, I've got null and void written here, but I think it was. Actually, <laughs> um, I was hoping. What, did I put null and void? Gutted. So close. Who would have thought that would have been uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, your relegated teams. Mm. Now obviously Norwich, Watford and Bournemouth. Yeah. Luke, you 
picked Norwich. Well got, one in got one, got one yeah. in there. You also picked Sheffield United. That's poor. Yeah, we all did. Yeah. <laughs> and you also understandably picked Newcastle United. <laughs> yeah, Jim picked them as well. One out of three is better than the other guys. But you're already it. there, aren't you? Yeah, you're, yeah. you're away. You've got at least the silver, silver medal in the bag. Yeah. <laughs> as, as they say to British athletes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got that. That's safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Marcus, you also picked Norwich City. Good Get man. There. You also picked Sheffield United. Yeah. Yeah. And to your utter shame, mm-hmm. you picked. Jules breaches Brighton and Hove Albion. Yeah. I thought I might have chosen Brighton. Mm. So that, to be fair, that's a better shout than Sheffield United. No, I, well, I did, I did have Sheffield United. Oh, no, yeah, both I of them. I had yeah. <laughs> all of them. So we've got one each. Yes. Yes. So again, yeah. already yeah. we're in the top two. This yeah. one's a little harder to judge, but, but I think we've, we've basically got two winners. A dark horse. Yeah. Sheffield United, mm-hmm. <laughs> given their... Yeah, definitely. ...if yeah. in the previous group. Yeah. And yeah. also... Leicester City. I agree. Potentially, we yeah. talked about this on Monday. I agree, Leicester. Yeah. City. Okay, I can see why you agree, Marcus. What? Because <laughs> oh, how's that happened? Right. Yeah, look no, at his face. I'm just looking at the table and the story of the season. At yeah, one point, sure. they were they were on the verge. Sure. Yeah. Um, you haven't just put Leicester City down. You yeah. put Brendy Rogers as Leicester City. Have I? You yeah. have. Yeah. Well, extra point for that, mate. Yeah. Yeah. So, have an extra yeah. point. I have a couple of points there. I don't want to know what I put. You picked Everton. Nah, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. They, 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 I mean, yeah. That's poor by me. I don't think I can get anything for that. No. Nah. So I'm on the board again. Yeah, I'll definitely give Marcus chalk a point it up. That. Chalk it up. Yeah. First manager to go was, of course, Javi Gracia. Yeah, I did, why on earth do you not pick the Watford manager in? Yeah. I, just, I can't all, believe I didn't do if that. I, if I may add a little bit of context to that, it felt at the start of the season, which I know to everyone feels like it was about 10 years ago, mm. that Watford had turned over a new leaf. I'm pretty yeah. sure Gracia had just recently started a new contract. 7th of September. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable, yeah. 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 Luke, you picked Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Yeah, I had to stick. I, that was on brand for me. I had to, had to go all in. Yeah, I'd, fair, I'd, I'd ranted about him for ages. I respect that. <laughs> yeah, Marcus, you picked Graham Potter. Yeah, I just didn't think it which was tallied, work which out. tallied with Brighton being relegated. Yeah, exactly. Well, you got to pick. Uh, yeah. you put your eggs in one basket. But, and I got them all wrong. <laughs> you put your seagull eggs in one basket. There. <laughs> Top scorer Jamie Vardy with twenty-three goals. Mm. You, Luke, you went for Raheem Sterling. Marcus, you went for Harry Kane. Yeah, it would have been Kane if he'd have scored a few more. Yeah, that's yeah, how it yeah works. If he scored more than Vardy. Yeah, yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, yeah. Most Reds. Well, Fernandinho, Christian Cabasele, and David Luiz got two each. Only two. I know, it's yeah. funny, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, Luke, you went for Pierre-Emile Hoiberg. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's a, that's a fair shout, I get that. No red cards. No. <laughs> it's not a fair shout, is it? Marcus, you went for Jack Grealish. Yeah, I thought he was going to be a bit chippy. You know, people would, like, I can wind see the logic up. there. Yeah, that's what I yeah. thought would happen. Yeah. I'm, I'm delighted for him and Villa that uh, he didn't. <laughs> yeah, there were no but, red cards uh, for him. Yeah. Annoyed for myself. Player of the season, Kevin De Bruyne. Luke. You went for Raheem Sterling. Yeah, yeah. that's wrong. Understandable that if he was going to be top. Oh, no, hang on a sec, Marcus. What do I have to say here? It would have been him if he had played a bit better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it would have been. It he was the best been. player in the league. Anyway, he would have walked it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Vish, who did I go for? You know who you went for, didn't you? You went for Kevin De Bruyne. Oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why he's the anchor with an A. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Name on the trophy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think you've now got an unassailable lead, actually. Yeah, lovely. So I was, well I, I was dishing you out extra points. Well, annoying. Yeah, cool. sorry, you've got far away. Well, so the the last category, mm-hmm. notable mad shit. Yeah. yeah, we've had penises in the past. <laughs> we have a penis was seen yeah. famously. Yeah. Uh-huh. Luke, you said we will see a game that features three or more penalties in it. Did that happen? I think. Oh. United against. Away to Norwich had two, oh. which oh. they both missed. Okay, it's oh, a shame. Okay. Or rather, United missed both of them. That's quite an unambitious shout by me as well. It's not really that interesting. Well, but it? when you think about it, it's quite rogue. Well, it happened, I think it might have happened to Liverpool at Old Trafford one year, and Gerard, I think, might have missed the third one. That sounds about right. Yeah, Ooh, ages when Torres ago. gave Vidic a bit of a turn. Yeah, it might have been. Torres did <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Marcus. Yeah, it's a bit of a shame, this. Pandemic got in the way. Yeah, and, and so I, I'm I'm inclined to give it to you. Ooh, Marcus said... He's in charge, not me. <laughs> Come on, this England's, is the referee. <laughs> under notable mad shit, Marcus mm-hmm. said England, Scotland and Wales will qualify for a major tournament for the first time since 1958. Yeah. yeah. Now, obviously, England and Wales did, and Scotland were due to play a playoff. Yeah, for Europe. which is happening next month, though. Yes. So it's 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 it's, it's, it's to be confirmed. To be confirmed. You've mm. already won anyway. Yeah, but I yeah. want to win by more. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have to wait and see, won't you? <laughs> you I, you're what, showing off there because yeah. you predicted something even further in yeah, the future. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever charity you want from us, we can't move the timeline. Ha- we can't go forward in time. It's not a Chris Nolan podcast. You used to be able to. <laughs> yeah. So I've won, have I? You have quite comprehensively. Mm, no, well, Marcus. Well done. And when I say we can't go forward in time, I understand we are all travelling forward in time. I just mean we can't change the rate yes um, people listening um, let us know how you got on yeah. if you've beaten Marcus who has set the standard it has to be said mm-hmm. show us your prediction sheets with I mean probably a photo of a copy of the day's newspaper at the time <laughs> or it's not really going to work uh, at Football Ramble on Twitter yeah. and uh, yeah show at footballrambledaily.com if you want to email it but well played Marcus thanks boys well done mate well done everybody you weren't up against much <laughs> uh, that might be the first time I've won it actually usually I think, it's you I was trying to think that earlier I, I've definitely won it in the past you have yeah. you have um, well, speaking of uh, looking ahead into the future, uh, we do have uh, Bayern versus Leon tonight. Uh, Hansi Flick has said Bayern must start from scratch in this game. Is he going to do another one where he's just going to play Lewandowski in the centre midfield yeah. and change the whole tactics? Because it yeah. doesn't seem to be a good idea. But you would have to fancy Bayern Vish tonight. Yeah, yeah. I, I also think, given the shocks that have happened, they'd be more aware mm. of of changing anything, trying to do anything yeah. differently. They don't want to be part of this narrative where no. suddenly, you know, mad shit's happening all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I, I honestly can't see a way that they don't run through Leon today because, mm. I think they, you know, they, they would have fancied themselves against RB Leipzig or or PSG and I think they're just, they're just so in their own world at the moment, yeah. uh, Bayern Munich, and, and so comfortable and so, so set in their ways and... The future is, is so promising given the age of their players that I, I just think this is yeah. foregone conclusion. And it's sad to say because Leon are a very fun team to watch and I yeah. love Memphis Depay. If Bayern win, they will equal the longest winning run in the competition's history. Wow. How about that? Which is 10 set by Bayern in, in November 2013 and Real Madrid in February 2015. How about that? But Luke, <clears throat> their defence wasn't brilliant against Barcelona. Well, Vish got in there first, which means I've now got to try and make an argument as to why people should actually watch this game tonight. <laughs> um... I, I, I do it for Andy Brassel. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's who I'll be. I'll be pulling for Leon. I will. Um, but it's difficult to make an argument for them to win this. The only thing I would say mm-hmm. is that it's a semi-final, as it's a one-off game. So that definitely makes it you know of jeopardy. They've got a couple of players that, if, if they turn up, Leon can actually cause some damage. And you know, there is this idea that when you're playing as well as Bayern, I mean, the stats are absolutely beyond belief. I mean, they, they've they've played 28 games. Um, since they last lost one, they've won twenty-seven and drawn one. Um, they've 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 won all nine European games with an aggregate score of thirty-nine to eight. Mm. It's very very difficult to to make an argument that they're not going to win, but they've still got to go and do it. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to see just to echo what I said earlier about Leipzig. I'd like to see Leon, you know, get on the front foot, yep. take the game to Bayern, ask questions of them because they, because you know why would you go out on your knees there's no point mm-hmm. and and the final thing to, to paraphrase Andy Brassel who always says this about Rudy Garcia he knows how to set up a team for a one-off game which is probably a large part of the reason why they've got to this stage now yeah. so there is a chance for them 
It's a small chance, but you never know. It's a funny, it's a different take on Rudy Garcia, actually, because Pete referred to him um, earlier in the week as league earned Steve Bruce. Yeah. He made some sort of Steve Bruce comparison. I mean, Garcia... Who's that more unfair on? Well, Garcia <laughs> did win, I think he won a league and cup double at Lille. <laughs> Yeah. So, and next season, what's yeah. Stevie Brucey going to do? And he's currently managing a side who are in the semi-final of the Champions League. <laughs> yeah. I like Steve Bruce, you know that. <laughs> yeah. I would, But I feel that Garcia has come off worse than that. It's great, this new uh, rotation, because you can have a good old dig at Donny and he can't <laughs> say him back. <laughs> oh, the, little, the silly little pathetic I'll, I'll, slug. I'll be excited for the game. Um, they've got they've got a lot of good players, though, but I mean... A, Without saying the um, without saying the obvious, they've got a lot of good players. Yeah. I think Leon have got a clean bill of health though, so they will be playing with their 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 mm-hmm. first choice team. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see. Let's no, see. no garish suits though for crying out loud. I don't think Garcia is Garcia is nah. much more of a conservative type. But he dresses yeah. properly yeah. for the occasion. A bit like Steve Bruce. Yeah, I don't know what Hansi Flick does. Probably scratches his Ooh. balls, does he? <laughs> like, That's not a character trait. Well, all I'm saying is he spent a lot of time, metaphorically speaking, under Yogi Love. <laughs> Hey. He did. Come on, Vish. He did. Right then. Tomorrow on the pod, Kate, Vish and Jim are back, who will be talking, no doubt, about uh, Bayern versus uh, Leon. So get your ears around that. But until then, thank you very much, Luke Moore. Thank you very much. Thank you, Vish. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. See you soon. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network.